This is James from Messenia, and what the fuck's the name of this podcast again? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't Rude even know English. the name of the freaking podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on, I got you, I got you, I got you. Hey, what's up? This is James from Visenya, and you're listening to the Brutally... The Brutally... Hey, what's up? This is James from Visenya, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Brutally Delicious! Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Bruce Moore. And I'm Chris, and I'm here to rock. And today we've got James Perry from Visenya. Oh, Visenya, right? is that how you say it? Sure. We're going to go with Visenya. We can get him on the phone and ask him. Uh, I got this message from some dude. He's like, I don't know how this is not like the biggest podcast in the world. Huh. <laughs> just just uh, like some random dude left me this message. I forwarded it to you. It's in your, in your messages somewhere. Man, I, I didn't see it. I've been... No, that's cool. Yeah, so somewhere along the way, he commented on like the Pippers platform or something. He was like, this is the best podcast ever. I don't know how it's not huge. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked about it and you were away, but did you see I hooked up with the psychologist? I did, did the, yeah. Uh, so the dude is from, this is going to crack you up. The dude is from England, okay. and I sent him a message because I found the uh, research online, and he got right back to me. He's like, I've been a big fan of your cooking show. I listened to the podcast. I'd be honored to do this. I'm like, um, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a bunch of smucks drinking coffee trying to talk to people, and this dude's like so into it. So Hey, I'll dig it, man. I'll take whatever we get. They remind me a lot of a Vancouver band called um, uh, The Veer Union. Oh, I love The Veer Union. But here's some funny. That was my first man, interview of, doing. Go ahead. The Veer Union? Yeah. So my first interview ever when I was started working with Pigrain Audio back in like 2004 or something, yeah, yeah. was the Beer Union. They played at some little club here. The dude, the black dude, Crispin, is their singer. Yeah, yeah. Crispin's a great guy. Yeah. I started yeah. playing with him when he was a drummer in a band called Chickpea. That's funny. Yeah. And, it's uh, funny now, though, because they're still around, but they've gone through like a mil. He's the only one left out of the original band. Yeah, yeah. And Ricardo is a good friend of mine. He's their current drummer. They just played. Oh, in, really? They just played in Winchester last week. But I'm like, oh, wow. am I going to drive all the way out there to see these guys? I'm like, nah. That's, that's like two hours for me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the last time they played at the soundstage, I was out of town. So I was like, I, I want to go see yeah. them. But they'll be back, I mean. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, that, those are my first interview. I don't know. In fact, I have a picture of somewhere. My, both of my kids went, and they were like tiny. Yeah, yeah. Their new stuff is quite good. It's a lot better than their older stuff. i tell you what. Their debut, or I guess it was the first one I heard, I liked. Yeah, yeah. They had that had the single like the final moment or something on it. It was really good. Yeah, they were, they had a good stage show too. Uh, yeah, Ch- Chief, their manager, is really big on that. He manages Nickelback and and a bunch of other bands. He managed another band called Jet Black Stare at the time. And- so it might be might make sense then because I actually saw them with Theory of a Dead Man, which is another Canadian band, right? Managed by Chief, yeah. That makes sense because they're like a very Nickelbackish kind of. Uh- yeah, Nickelback's also managed by Chief. And yeah, Chad Kruger signed Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I saw Theory, not Theory, but who were we just talking about? Um, the Veer Union. I'm at Veer Union, open for Theory down here, and it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, good band. Crispin, uh, one thing I'll say about that guy is he never fucking gives up. He is just no. on it all day long. Like, he doesn't stop, you know? Like, he lost his record deal. He lost everything. He lost his band. He's like, well, time to make another record. <laughs> right. Let's get back in the van and cruise. I mean, they're not even in buses, and he ain't getting any younger, but he's still at it. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah no, he doesn't quit. Same with their drummer, Ricardo. That guy doesn't quit either. The first time I recorded Ricardo, 
uh, I was working with this producer called Murray Yates. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you heard of his band. It was called 40 Foot Echo. They, no. had, they had like a huge, they, he has a gold record on his wall for some Lindsay Lohan movie that his song was in. Mm. <laughs> but Whatever, su- man. Gold record is oh, a gold record, right? A super nice guy. Um, he actually produced my last song as well. But just a super nice guy. And Ricardo was the drummer that he was using for everything because he played in 40 Foot Echo at the time. Right. Yeah. So another, just to quickly change topics, what do you think of the new um, Ramstein album? Huh. Here we're gonna disagree again. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your posts, and this is gonna be another Gojira sort of thing. I listened to it, and I go, I, I don't know. I have no idea what to think. So I've never been totally on board the Ramstein thing. Anyway, maybe too industrial, but I don't get it. There's a new one, the new single that's out. They're playing the hell out, but I don't get it. I know you do. I saw your post. It didn't. It didn't blow my mind away. It's not something that I want to listen to every day. I just like the message of the video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I can get with that. I thought you were on board with the whole Ramstein thing. Oh, God, no. I don't know. I don't know what to think of them. There's, I, could, I love Ramstein, or Ramstein, one song at a time. I, yeah. I can't listen to multiple songs because they're all the same. So like, I know people love them, and they're huge, and I'm not taking anything from them, but not my thing. Yeah. However... Yeah. Liquid Metal's been playing the shit out of the new Death Angel, and boy, is that fucking good. Oh, my God. That is so good. I think good. it's Humanicide, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the what what station are you talking about? Liquid Metal? I listen to Liquid Metal on satellite uh, satellite radio. Oh, I don't have satellite radio. Oh, yeah. I, it's on, like, 24-7. Oh, I got to get it. Do that. No, I can't live without it, because that's where I pick up all this new stuff. Like, I caught that new Death Angel, and was like, holy fuck. No, those guys are constantly pushing the envelope on thrash metal. It's, like... If I look back at their history till now, it's just how do they how do they just keep getting better? You know, you think right. like historically as a band gets older, they tend to get softer and kind of more mellow, you know, but yep. Death Angel is just getting heavier. And I feel like we keep repeating ourselves on this because we keep coming back to the same topic. But that's one of those bands that I think deserves way more credit than they get. Oh, yeah. I think this is the what? This is our fifth episode. And we're this is the fifth time we're talking about Death Angel. <laughs> At some point, we'll get to talking about glam metal here, too. And it'll be good to go. It'll be uh, oh, repetitive. Dude. Speaking of glam metal, right before you call, right before we started this call, I was listening to Britney Fox. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Long way to love. What else you been listening to this week? Oh, my God. I bought a um, JBL Bluetooth speaker with, mm-hmm. with Google Home built in. I took it down to Jamaica with me. And. Uh, let me just say that I had um, the guy that brings beverages to the room. Mm-hmm. I was paying him to just keep a flat of beer in my fridge at all times. So 24 I saw, beers I saw your post. all the time. <laughs> and he was just like, I'm Elvis. I'll take care of you, man. I was like, all right. So I was just paying him to keep my fridge stocked with beers. And one day there's no one at the pool except for my wife and I. And I was like, okay, listen, because we had a, where we were, we had like a swim up pool and it was pretty far away from the main pool. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we're just going to listen to some metal because no one's here. And I just hit on, um, I couldn't get any music down there except for YouTube. So okay. every, nothing's allowed down there. No Spotify, no no nothing. You, you hit play, it's like, nope. Can't Seriously? Listen. Oh, yeah. You're not licensed to listen to this in Jamaica. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. So I had YouTube because YouTube has everything. So I just typed in metal playlist and I'm just blasting everything from like <laughs> Alice in Chains, Gojira, 
Uh, that's where I heard the new um, Ramstein song. So were, were you playing anything good? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's that some Brian, like dentist music to me. There's some Brian Adams that popped up. You know, well, I, I can see Brian. You know, Brian Adams is playing here with Billy Idol. Actually, he's playing by you in Bristow. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm gonna go. I asked my wife, "Do you want to go?" She's like, "I've seen Brian Adams like." every year of my life do i really want to go see him again i was like but you're, you're not going to see him in his him. hometown you're going to see him in dc you can see the difference <laughs> i've never seen him is he pretty good live oh dude the guy's amazing and he brings out the best session musician or studio musicians on the road like world-renowned musicians his band is sick and they're well rehearsed huh. Yeah, I like him. Brian Adams has a has a um, reputation for being extremely organized and well prepared. Anyways, while I was playing that metal playlist in Jamaica, I um, it it turned into like this alt rock '90s stuff, and they were playing like Melvins and oh, that's not bad. Alice in Chains and Nirvana and like some cheesy bands too, like uh, Soul Asylum and. <laughs> so I mean, Soul Asylum. If if they're playing Runaway Train, I can get with that. Yeah, and then they played. Uh, you know, it was just going on and on. Green Day and all this stuff. Anyways, it turns out as the metal is coming on and playing, there's this girl that comes out and sits on the patio, and she looks like she's like in her mid twenties, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh god, I don't, I don't think she'll probably like this. But I'm not shutting it off unless she asks. So I turn it up a bit, and my wife gives me the, the evil eye, like, what are you doing turning this up? This is such a, so offensive. Anyways, the girl starts tapping her foot. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, really? And so then, they weren't too put off? They weren't too put off by you? No, and then, and then the music stops, because YouTube made me, like, every 30 minutes is like, are you still here? And the music stops, and the girl gets up, and she's got, like, a beer in her hand. She's like, man, you're playing the tunes I want to hear. I love this music. <laughs> I was just like, nice. what? This is great. You're 25. Chris, meet James. James, meet Chris. Hey, James. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not much. Not thing. Just kind of hanging out. Thanks for joining us here today. We won't keep you too long. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you're in Jersey now. You said, uh, what do you guys, uh, you have any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, we um, we just did our release show on uh, Saturday. Uh, we did that in Boundbrook. We got a house show coming up uh, on this Saturday in Union. And um, we have one in July at a bar in Dinellon. Oh, cool. So you're staying fairly busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're trying to we're just trying to push however we can. You know, we're sending out to like radio shows and uh, or at least I'm trying to send out to like CSXM and uh any local stations we can get on. We're just trying to play some shows for the EP around. Awesome. So we were, me and Chris were talking here before we got on. Can you give us the pronunciation of that name? Is it Visenya? Visenya, correct. Oh, man, I got got it wrong. Bruce, you were right. (laughs) I'm always right, Chris. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) unless it comes to Ramstein. All right, James, where are you on Ramstein? What did you think it was pronounced? What's that? How did you think it was pronounced? Uh, Visenya. Uh, that's close enough. <laughs> I, I just, He's Canadian. You got to forgive him. Well, I, I was looking at your Bandcamp page, and I saw the hashtag New Brunswick. So I was like, well, maybe there's a Canadian in there, and it's some weird Eastern thing. I don't know. Nah, nah. That's New Brunswick, New Jersey. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I had no Not idea. Not everything revolves around Canada, Chris. 
<laughs> no, nothing revolves around Canada. That's why it's so crazy up there. <laughs> All right, so I got to go back to my original question then, since you brought it up. Where are you on Ramstein or Ramstein or however you want to pronounce it, James? Ramstein, Ramstein. I don't know. What do you mean? What do you think of the new single? The band, the band, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I know of them. I don't really listen to them though. Well, you should probably keep it that way. I think you'd be much better off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we we have this ongoing thing, and uh, yeah, well, yeah, Chris kind of likes stuff that's not, well, I guess that good. <laughs> no, damn. <laughs> hey, man, come on! I like Visenya. There you okay, go. There See, he's all right. He's all right in my book. <laughs> Even though he's Canadian. Yeah, that's no, that's cool with me, bro. Hey. <laughs> Stop bashing the Canadians. We don't do anything. <laughs> we sit up there, we legalize weed, and everyone just relaxes. That is oh, true. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so James, when you guys are writing your songs, I know I ask this almost every time, and Chris probably already knows what's coming, but are you guys writing using technology, or are you writing like all in a room, banging things off each other? Um, a little bit of both, actually. Um, at least um, we, we use this program called Tabit, um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys know what like, a guitar pro is. It's like yeah. you, you just put the notes into the computer and it just kind of plays it back. Um, so we do, we, we all sit around, um, when we're all together, when we're doing a writing session, we do, we do sit around, we do have like, like three or four guitars because we all actually play guitar a little bit. So, um, I got some guitars, we're getting some, uh, riffs off. And then like, if we, someone plays something cool, we're like, Oh, cool. Let me write that down. Let me see what that sounds like. Put some drums in there. Um, uh, maybe put some bass in there. Um, maybe I'll come up if someone comes up with like a, a, a guitar riff, I'll come up with like a hook over it or a vocal melody over it. Um, and then sometimes we just write on our own and send each other like voice memos. Um, I like to write with tablet a lot. I'm not really that good at guitar, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I like to, I like to use it as a I like to use it as like a writing uh, tool. Um, but I, yeah, that's we do do a little bit of both. Okay, so like, I'm of the uh, I'm old school, and I kind of think that there's something special about banging things off each other, and you know, it's seeing what works in a in the old basements, you know, with mom's washer and dryer in there, whatever it is, as opposed right. to just all this digital stuff. And Chris kind of is the exact opposite. As well, I I'm not really the opposite. Like when I started out as a musician, I was in a room with a bunch of dudes banging out hard rock. But now that I own a software company that makes virtual instruments and, you know, like I make my living running Pro Tools, really. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've really gone more to the technical side. Yes, he, he's invested. <laughs> yeah, right. I am, yeah. yeah. He's got to say he likes technical shit. <laughs> right. Otherwise, he loses all his sponsorships. <laughs> so speaking yeah, yeah, exactly. of everybody that exactly. I want to have sponsored this. <laughs> don't, don't mess with the cash flow. Right. Yeah. So I got one here, James. When you are when you're writing, how does it make you feel when the power and the energy you uh, dreamed up or thought up while you were writing a song comes to life in front of a, a live audience? Oh, dude, it's amazing. It's it's really like it's just there's no other feeling like it. It's just it's super. Um, it's also humbling, and it's kind of like it feeds into the ego a little bit. Like, yeah, I wrote this, and people like it, and everything, and people are vibing. Especially because um, like I got that. I think I got that feeling for the first time. Um, in this band, at least, um, uh, when we played our last show, cause the, the song we released a music video for like a couple weeks back, um, song, simple conversations is track three on the EP. And people were telling me they like really liked that song. And then when we played it, they actually sang the hook back to me and I was like, 
I was blown away. I was like, wow, this, this feeling is really incredible. And I don't ever want to stop doing this. <laughs> right. So it's like a great big payoff, right? Oh, hell yeah. How do you prepare your voice to go on stage? <clears throat> okay. So, um, every, I know I try every day to, um, to get my regimen going, um, because that way I'm always prepared if anything happens. Yeah. You know, you, you want to, you know, condition, condition yourself, obviously, to um, get in good habits of not, you know, even though I've done it like six times already, clearing your throat, um, that's really bad. Um, what I do is I kind of like stretch, uh, make sure the back is all stretched out. You got to kind of stretch the neck, the tongue, the throat. You got to stretch all that, massage it. And then I just do some some vocal scales and warm-ups. I sing, I have a couple go-to songs that I sing um, some Panic of the Disco, Ed Sheeran, Craig David kind of stuff, and then I just go into it. So just kind of stretch, warm up, and make sure to drink plenty of water, stay hydrated. Uh, caffeine is bad. I try not to drink that much caffeine, especially on show days. Man, I could um, never be a singer then because I'm on my third pot already this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he doesn't like good music. You know, yeah, I, I I love caffeine though. I mean, like I just try on show days, especially there are a couple of days leading up. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. It just it dries the throat out and everything. It's just a bad time. Cool. So it sounds like you've taken vocal lessons before. I have actually. Um, uh, about a year ago, I was uh, studying under Stephen Schnurman. He's out of um, Cranberry, New Jersey. Um, he studied at Juilliard and everything. He was actually uh, a friend of mine's father. Um, we, um, we got linked up somehow and. I had to stop because they were they're super expensive, but I did it for about a year, yeah. and I think that I think that it was super super beneficial, and I learned all that I I could or that I you know was, it was really like I said beneficial to me at least only doing it for a year, but I, I learned a lot of really um, uh, valuable lessons and tools that I could use to uh, at least enhance my singing and where I want to go from here. So shout out to Stephen. Well, one thing right. that I one thing that I can you know, even a year is going to teach you how to like be able to sing through a set multiple days in a row, you know? So I often, I often meet singers uh, through recording and they're like, I don't want to take vocal lessons. It's going to ruin who I, who I am. And I was like, no, it won't. Uh, It'll it'll just make you better in the long run. Like I, if if anyone wants to sing, I mean, it it is expensive, but I, I, I just definitely recommend uh, finding a teacher that like can definitely work with you and knows um, at least like how the voice works. Just just let him let him guide you, show you the way. Oh yeah, the first voice lesson I I ever took was with this Russian guy who defected. He was an opera star in Russia, and he defected wow. in the '80s to Canada, and he, he was on tour. And and he was trending like uh, what was that band? It was a boy band called Oh street or ah, i can't remember anyways that's what his big breakthrough was and and my publishing company at the time sent me to him to learn to sing because i couldn't sing i was terrible so they were like you write good songs but you're terrible so i go see this guy and i was like Uh-oh. yeah you're gonna ruin me man i i you know the same old same old and he goes watch this and he, he just belts out a the e he's just like me and the whole room just blew up and i was just like okay i'm good let's learn <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story chris yeah, yeah. great story about the russian defector <laughs> okay, man. 
and the boy band. Yeah, yeah. the boy band. I like I like when he I like when he like cut that dude's throat. Yeah, that was crazy. Yo. Right. I can't believe he even said that. That wasn't even on the record. You can't say that. <laughs> Here's the tag for this show. It's Russian Russian defector, boy band, and slicing of throats. Yes, metal. <laughs> you can't be any more metal than that. So, hey Br- James, I'm looking at your Facebook page. And on top of making pretty catchy hooks, what's your favorite SpongeBob quote? Oh my god, dude! Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm the only one. <laughs> the first one that. The, oh man, the first one that comes to mind is. Oh, I can't even remember. Ah, no worries. Nah, don't put me on a spot like that, bro. I just way too many. I can't. I can't. There's one. There's there's a good one for every situation, I would say. But right now, I'm just I'm completely blanking. <laughs> so you don't got a good one for the boy band Russian defector throat slicing Canadian? <laughs> um. <laughs> nah. No, right. it's like it's like that thing. It's like that thing when someone tells you, "Yo, like you like music. Well, what's your favorite song of all time?" It's like, "Yo, there's way too many songs. I can't. Na-. You know what I'm saying? Like you just blank." I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, I uh. All of them. <laughs> so what right, is your Jay- favorite song of all time? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, so I'm going to answer that, actually, because I probably have one. What? I absolutely think the best metal song, hands down, ever is The Last in Line by Ronnie James Dio. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, like I'm, epic. I'm sure I know it, but... and. Yeah. You know, hey, did you guys ever see that Ronnie James Dio record that he cut in the 60s? It's like it's like this like doo-wop record. You ever listen to that? No. Oh no. man, I got to send it to you guys. It's it's so funny. I'm like there's no way, but it's actually Dio singing doo-wop in the 60s. That's he had interesting. A, he had a record deal. All right, so James, I'm sure you don't know too much about Chris, but he's just new to the metal scene. That's why he I forgive him for not knowing the last in line cuz that's like the ultimate and classic. <laughs> I mean, we're one and the same there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, Both of you need to go Google that as soon I'm as you not, get off this podcast. I'm going I'm to. Not, yeah. No, I know, I know. You're going to send me some links. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not much of a inbox. Yeah, I know. You're not into All classic right. metal, you're saying? No, I'm not. I, no, I didn't really grow up with it. Um, but I, I never, I don't think my, my dad's kind of into it, but like whatever my dad was into, kind of, I, I, I got into it. But even then, I kind of, just carve my own. I wasn't really into music until like middle school, which so, is weird. And then like, the first band I got into was like Linkin Park and Three Days Grace. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Three Days um, Grace, good Canadian band, eh? They are Canadian. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of their new singer compared to the old singer? I haven't listened to them since their third album. Cool. So, then you don't need to answer know. that question. <laughs> so I don't know. I probably I, uh, he's probably all right. I mean, they're still going, right? Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. had number one record last year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He's killing it. He's killing it. <laughs> he's doing a great <laughs> job. <laughs> so James, think carefully before you answer this because it's going to determine how we edit this podcast. But where are you on the '80s hair metal? Um. <laughs> oh man, am I going to get just think, get a think carefully? Completely slandered if I answer wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. Like the title's going to be like this, dickhead. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, um, I mean, I don't really listen to it. Okay, I, good I, answer. I, I know, I know. Um, 
it had its place and it was super influential and I'm grateful for it ever existing, but I don't really, I'm not really like into it, into it like that. All right. So more links I have to send you as soon as we get off. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Did you at least watch, did you at least watch the dirt on Netflix? No. What's that? Oh, Oh, you're killing me. This is sacrilegious. This is sacrilegious here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's the story of Motley Crue. Oh, okay. You have to watch it. Yep, I, and I lived through it. It was pretty accurate. It, it, Why? Well, sh- on it. It shows you how not to be a rock star. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't do not do heroin, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Stay off the All heroin. All from the 80s. I got, I got that down. Don't yeah. have sex with your um, A&R manager or with your A&R's wife. You know, things like that. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Step All right, so one. James, I know you probably think this is a completely ridiculous podcast here, and I, you didn't like to be put on a spot, but I'm good at putting people on a spot with some questions randomly out of nowhere. That's all good. Shit is fun, man. All right, so you ready? Yeah. If you were a pizza delivery man, how would you benefit from a pair of scissors? If I was a pizza delivery man, how would I benefit from a pair of What the fuck? I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I can swear, but I've swear, I've sworn a couple You can times. swear all you want, dude. Fucking okay. right, you can. <laughs> That is the wildest question, dude. <laughs> How would I benefit from a pair of scissors? Um, pizza delivery man. <laughs> I don't know, if you're a bro. Um, dude, what the fuck? I'll answer <laughs> it. I'd cut the crust off. Yo, yeah, yo, yo. Someone else give me an answer because I, I don't know how to answer this question. I'll cut the crust off. There you go. I will take that. <laughs> you're gonna cut the crust off. You're delivering the pizza. What if they wanted the cr- they want the crust, right? Yeah, but I think the crust is the best part, so I'll cut it off and eat it for me. Yeah, you're weird. Mm. You like all this <laughs> weird metal. <laughs> Sorry. I is got through some fucked up ones just not, for the I hell mean, of it. I mean, if pizza's not sliced already, I can cut it that way. Okay. There you go. See, and then, I can, just, and then I can put it back together so I can, I can sneak a slice myself. I don't know. All right. <laughs> So James, so, just just so you're aware, this podcast is more about having conversations than it is about like, you know, like where did you come from? What are you doing? You know, little things like that. It, yeah, it, it's all good. It it helps people kind of get to know you as yeah, as, yeah. as a they, person. I'm not, they they can tell that I'm not like clever enough to think of a fucking answer to that question. <laughs> it's all, like it's off the top all, of the head. You know what? I I applaud you for it. Like, what the fuck kind of question <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> and you make it off the phone and think, boy, that guy was an asshole. I'm never gonna like talk to him again. And I'm sorry, but that's just we just kind of have fun. <laughs> no, yeah, the dude, this is fun. <laughs> this is fun. This is I fun. guarantee I it's it. one of the weirdest interviews you've ever done, or probably will ever do. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah, if I get interviewed again, what's the weirdest question someone ever asked you on an interview? Um, I'll just re-ask it to them and see what they say. Dude, I asked that question to David Draymond from Disturbed. Where, where, what did he say? <laughs> he just looked at me like I was nuts. And then he said he would cut the strings off the pizza boxes. I don't know that there's any strings on pizza boxes, what? but that was off. Where well, the fuck is he from? <laughs> what? I don't know where Disturbed is from. They're but so worried about answer. their pizza boxes getting stolen. They gotta, <laughs> gotta put strings on them. Like. <laughs> I'm just gonna be thinking about this question the whole time. You're gonna well, get. I up? got one more for you. Do you have? Are you up for one more or now? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so how would you describe the color yellow to somebody who's colorblind? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm looking at Chris. And uh, the, uh, so I don't know if you have a video so on, but <laughs> Chris is going to fall uh, out of his chair. 
They're blind, right? So they can, but they can smell like really well, probably. No, they, actually, they can see. They just they're colorblind, so they can't see yellow. Oh, you're right. You said you said colorblind. Sorry, you're not, yeah, not, yeah. not blind. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Um, I just tell them to get to to get really dehydrated, take a piss, and then smell the toilet bowl. <laughs> you know what? That's absolutely the best answer I've heard. That's perfect. That is, I've always thought of that when I asked that question. Everybody what? comes up with weird shit, but that's the perfect one. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's the color yellow. <laughs> All right, man. I apologize for the uh, the fucked up question. <laughs> Chris, what do you got? It's a dehydrated <laughs> piss. Oh, not the sun, not that warm. Right, it's a dehydrated piss. Right. The the most obvious is the sun in the sky, but we're gonna go with the piss. That's all right. No, the sun is the sun is white or orange or it's not yellow. <laughs> all right, Chris. I'm gonna turn it over to you because uh, I'm heading down a dark path. That's okay. You can go down that path. I like it. It's fun. So, um. We'll bring it back to your band here. Um, where can we? Oh check- yeah, that's why we're here anyway. That's right? why we're here. I guess we should probably talk about it. <laughs> I forgot. I completely forgot too, guys. All right. Cool. What are we talking about again? How do I pronounce my band name? Shit. Oh yeah. Okay. So where can we find your band? Visenya is everywhere. We're on Spotify. Um, we're on Apple Music, iTunes. We got a YouTube channel. We make dumb. Ad- I don't know if you guys saw, but we make stupid uh, promo videos. We made one for our release show and the and the pre-orders of the CD, and then we made one for our music video. And it's just because I, I I do like photography and videography. Um, so I just we we we're a bunch of silly dudes. So we just like came up with a really rough like loose script. And we were like, this is going to be fucking retarded. Let's like just make a dumb promo for it. And I sh- we shot it, and I'm in it, and then I edited everything. You guys should check those out. They're on our YouTube page. But, yeah, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. At Visenya Band, one word, everywhere. Okay. Is there a now, song you but, would recommend people? But, but just Sorry, wait. Before we go further, how do people spell your band name? Just so – because if they're looking for Visenya, they may spell it in a strange way. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, v I S E N Y A Visenya, and also we have vocals. There's another band. I think they're Canadian. Um, fucking bastards. I think, I think it's. I think they're a duo from. I'm not trying to push them, but I think they're they're like a duo. Like, but they're instrumental, and they have the same name as us. But we were there first, and we got vocals. So that's how you know to tell us apart. Fuck and you gotta Canadians. add the band at the end of your name to find you, right? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visenya band, one word. Yeah, that's our gotcha. that's our handle on on everything. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead, Bruce. So what would be, if, if somebody wants to become acquainted with you guys today, they just, they're hearing this podcast and they made it through all our dumb shit and mm-hmm. they want to hear you guys, what song would you recommend or what video or what's the best way to get introduced to you? Um, all right. So uh, I think the EP is a little eclectic. So if you, wanna, if you want like a more like smoother transition, like if someone's not really into like harder rock, start with the song Simple Conversations. We got a music video for that one. Um, that one's a little more like it's got like the poppy vocal hook. And it's a little lighter, but it's it's still upbeat and fun. <clears throat> and if you're into like a little bit of the heavier stuff, um, try Revisions. That's the last track on the EP. Okay. Yeah, it's a little more heavy, a little more melodic. Cool. All right, perfect. What do you, anything else, Chris? No, I'm good. I really appreciate you taking the time. This is James from Asenia, and you're listening to Simple Conversations off of our debut EP, Commonplace. I definitely think people should be checking out Visenya. Absolutely. I mean, he seems right down to earth, and it sounds like they're working their ass off to try and get out there. Right, and we're going to cue this song up here for all you to listen to, so give it a spin, 
and go check them out at BesenyaBand.com and everywhere else you can find them on social media. Rock on. Where are your words? Are they dripping out your mouth? As I'm walking away, feeling so lost. Speaking with words, like anybody knows what you're in. As I walk, and now she talks, like I'm the only one who needs to come down. You're in a world's got 
The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I feel like chocolates. Get down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles. The Wrath of the Buzzard. P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.